Hello everybody. Hope you're feeling fine. Hello, good morning everybody. Good morning people. It's your girl Torera once again and I'm very excited to be here. Very excited to be here with you guys. I really, really appreciate all of you that have been listening, giving your feedback and you know, trying your best to help me improve this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, this week and the week before I've been very busy and it's been quite hard to get a few minutes to sit down and record and do all this. But today I said, no, I must record something for my audience and I'm very excited to be back here. Last week I made a passionate plea and on your choices in the elections. They are your choices, but there are some choices you make that, you know, people get to judge you for those choices because they do not seem to be properly informed choices. Anyhow, anyhow, my own fear about the electoral electoral cycle we are going into is that what if elections don't even hold? What if Boko Haram take over the country before that time? I don't know if it's just me that is worried about this thing, but I've been quite worried. Then I woke up this morning to the news that Kuji prison was attacked. And three-hour attack, a three-hour attack on Kuji prison. There was no military intervention. There was no police intervention. And Boko Haram attacked in the federal capital territory of Nigeria for three hours. I don't know if anybody understands the implication of this thing. And they released terrorists back into the streets they released ardent criminals back into the streets they left i mean let me run let me run you through this terrorists went on motorbikes to the nigerian correctional service in kujay that's nigerian prisons in kujay shotguns true explosives broke open the gates of the prison, got into the prison, located their co-terrorists their co- inmates, released these terrorists, damaged the prisons more in three hours. And there was not one single military presence, police presence, or security agency presence in that entire area. I know, sometime last year, Aso Villa was robbed. Somewhere around Aso Villa was robbed. The secretary to the federal government's office was robbed. That was an alarm. Who robs in the federal? Around the Aso Aso Rock. We even know what Aso, Aso Villa looks like. Buari's convoy, his pre-convoy, was attacked yesterday in Katsina. I mean, I don't know how this reads to you. What... We know that somebody brought Buari's daughter's used sim and DSS picked him up in less than a day. When we were having our NSAS protest, several people were picked up for just having NSAS on their phones. They were picking people up for no reason. If you are driving on the road, police would harass you, the military would harass you. Now there are actual terrorists. That is their major role. They are nowhere to be found. The other time it was our church attack. Cardinal State suffers this fate almost every day. 
there was a train attack like recently a train was attacked on that Kaduna Abuja Highway. We lost a lot of people. Some people have been kidnapped. They've never been found till now. The people in Benue State, the people in Niger State, they deal with these attacks every day. The worst part is Kaduna has almost every military establishment in the country. The NDA, the Nigerian Army, everything is in Abuja. I mean, is in Kaduna. Then Abuja is a federal capital territory. And Boko Haram guys casually waltz in there. Release guys in the prisons. Not just petty thieves, ardent criminals back into our system. Particularly the Boko Haram terrorists that were in their custody. In all these operations, these guys were on several bikes. They were not stopped by one security detail or one security agency. They got there uninterrupted. They operated three hours uninterrupted. Freed their co-terrorists co and left. This doesn't sit well with me because I think... I want if these guys are being released so that elections will not hold next year. It's, I know it's a conspiracy theory, but at this point, I'm not sure it's far off. So that next year, they'll just cause crisis and there'll be no elections. And we are stopped with Buhari, who would hand over to his brother because they have said that they are their brother that they can be rehabilitated. Who hand over to them, like those guys in Afghanistan have done. I am legit scared, which is why I don't know. I am legit scared at this point. This is the federal capital territory, the seat of the Nigerian power. And we have Boko Haram guys. Wow, it's like they've attacked everything. They've attacked the trains, they've attacked the road. In fact, they are so, they've attacked the. I don't know how else to say this, but we are in a big mess. Our choices got us here. Miraculously, if elections do hold in a miraculous fashion, I sincerely hope that we don't choose wrongly again. How? Buhari's convoy was attacked. I know that they've attacked Governor Zulum's convoy for a like a while for a while they attacked him for a while in Bono State Governor Zulumo Bono State his convoy had been attacked like twice and people were like eh. now they are attacking the president's pre-convoy maybe it's true very well they were attacked and as much as who may not like Buhari is Buhari you don't understand the significance of that office that when Buhari gets attacked as Nigeria's president by in deep sheets Forget that you don't like Buhari. Forget all the noise you make online. Family business. It is not family business. Buhari may not like Buhari, but he has an authority. He has an office. That office is the office of the President of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, which ought to be a very sacred and respected office. So if terrorists have the audacity to attack the pre-convoy of the president of the federal republic of nigeria it tells you something that nigeria is gone it is gone 
because I mean, I mean, we need to. I don't know. My own, I don't have any training. I don't know how to shoot a gun. I can't even attack anybody. I have just one weapon. I pray. People that can jackpot, they have jackpot. Jackpotting is not easy. You need at least, at least, at least, on the cheapest jackpot option, apart from, okay, maybe get technician, the cheapest jackpot option, in at least two to three million. Two to three million. Even the medical students, they have to write exams, pass the exams. At least, how many Nigerians have two to three million lying around? You have to just do it at once. Some people have traveled now, they've lost their family years and all that. I know Jackpa is an option, but honestly speaking, not many people can Jackpa. In our 200, especially 200 million people, less than 20 million can actually Jackpa successfully. If we are being honest, Nigeria has to work. I don't know how, but it has to work. So please, I am begging you once again elections have consequences. Elections have consequences consequences please let us be wise in our electoral choices Boko Haram is staring us right in the eye and it reminds me of this late man I can't remember his name the economist that, that, that died that said they were negotiating in Boko Haram and he told them that by 2022 once they get a signal they are going to attack they want to take over Nigeria and this is looking more like a well-orchestrated attack to take over Nigeria, particularly down to the Atlantic Ocean. Nigerians, let us use our head. Nigerians, let us use our head. That's all I can say at this point. I hope you have a beautiful week. I hope the rest of the week is enjoyable for you. And yeah. I'm working on bringing guests to the show, to the podcast, so that, you know, it won't just be me speaking. Looking forward to that. Enjoy the week. Bye.